wrapped up in my sleeping bag, looking out the window at Aaron's house as the sun is beginning to creep over the horizon. The trees are silhouetted black against the emerging blue sky with the fading stars up in the sky. And I think to myself how much I hate Aaron because he's got it fucking made with this fantastic house of his, this nice little piece of property tucked away out in the backwoods of South Dakota. God, I fucking hate him. I hope he dies. I hope he dies of syphilis. You piece of shit. So why... We'll get to the thing. I have a couple items, a couple topics. It was Sunday. It was one of those days where I did a hike. Oh, by the way, I'm never picking up. Let's start with this. I'm never picking up anybody on the strip ever again. And it's not because of the people that I had to pick up on the strip this time. Uh, It's all the traffic and the bullshit. And so let me explain to you, not not Las Vegans, Las Vegasites, what Las Vegas, whatever the hell they're called. Let me explain to you how it goes. So there is Las Vegas, and all you guys know is there's the Strip, and that's where the whores are and the gambling and the partying, bro, and the nightclubs and the girls who aren't viewers, but they they are functionally and like, oh, no, I'm just having a good time, and there's some interesting stories there. And then you all go and you spend way too much money on drinks. You spend way too much money on hotels. They give you one price for a hotel. They, oops, oops. I'm sorry, did we forget to mention the resort fee? And I could say at one time, maybe I caught it at the very tail end, there used to be a little bit of class and a little bit of you know cool stuff to do in Vegas. Now, it's just a circus. It's just a tourist trap. Go see your shows. Go spend 20 bucks on a beer. Go go do what the corporations and, and the internet tells you to do. Oh, my God, you're at the Strip. And I'm not even denying, uh, for those of you out there, your right to go to the Strip. I think everyone should go to the Strip at least once. And by the way, there are two Strips. There is Old Downtown Vegas. That's Fremont Avenue. You should go there. And, not or, and then you go to the Strip Strip, which is the north-south one. That's Las Vegas Boulevard. And that's where your Caesars Palace and uh, the Bellagio and... uh, the win and all the other stuff. That's where they spread your asshole really wide before they start, before they start charging you for parking and farting and looking to the East. All right. So go do that. Okay. And trust me, trust me. This is, this is no different than me telling you to go to a nightclub once and no, it doesn't get any better than that. Go to Vegas, choose whatever hotel you want to stay at. Fine. You know what? Get the suite, get the suite. Not the ridiculous week that they show in the movies when they won the money or they beat the robber. Okay, I'm talking a normal everyday human suite, like one that faces the strip. Spend your four or five hundred, even a thousand bucks for one night. Go ahead, do it. Two nights. I'll even let you have two nights. Go to whichever fancy casino you would like. Play some, give yourself 500 bucks. Okay, spend 400 of it on the big fancy casino whether that's Caesars or the Bellagio, whatever it is, whatever one is your favorite one, choose, go down there, lose your money, right? Then go buy yourself a $20 beer. Then walk, not on the road, not on the strip like they used to have it where you could just walk from one casino to the next. 
No, they got a fucking Dukes of Hazard ramp going all around and circulars and loop-de-loos and over and under and this and up and back and switchbacks and zigzags and razorbacks. And you see all the worthless shit, smell all the pot that the degenerate modern-day Americans smoke because, hey, you can, so let's just... I'm sorry. Just like sucking on the boyfriend's dick. Go buy a shirt that's made in China for 50 bucks that says Las Vegas that you could get on the internet for $12, including shipping and handling. Give yourself a shot glass. Get drunk in the daytime. All right. And then go to the pepper mill. That's the only restaurant that I would recommend going to. Then after that, the next day you have a hundred dollars that you haven't lost to gambling. Then you go to Fremont street. <clears throat> you could go pretty much anytime and you'll see the freak show. You'll see the washed up, uh, prostitute legit, like, Legit Vegas, probably who is retired, but she's all wrinkly boobed and she's 80 years old. She's in a wheelchair and she wears red lingerie and it's disgusting and gross. Go watch the degenerate kid, uh, kids, the degenerate parents who have their kids banging on an upside down drum. This is where buskers and street performers normally would be, but it's just panhandling now. So they grab the little kid. Oh, look at the poor little kid. Oh, he's black. He's even more poor and more deserving of you. And he's banging a drum with, with drumsticks. I'm surprised he even owns drumsticks. And there's mom and dad thinking this is the equivalent to telling him how to program or code or learn how to fix a car or send him off to trade school or go off to Harvard. But they, they think this is the money-making operation. And then you go look at all the fat people from uh, the center part of the country. You watch the, and then you go into whatever, Binion's, the Golden Nugget, one of the old casinos, slowly lose your money away there at Blackjack or da-da-da. You spend your, okay, go get, um, what can you get? I guess you go to the steakhouse at Binion's, that's all right. And then that's it. You've done Vegas. There is nothing more to the strip than those two days. That's all there is to Vegas. Oh, I want to see a show. Fine, go see a show instead of gamble. But that's it. There's nothing. So when you come back again, there's nothing new. That's it. There's, there's, it's going to be the same thing. Probably even worse. Probably even harder, better, faster, stronger, Daft Punk style, but fatter, grosser, smellier, and piggier. Because Americans just go one way. <clears throat> and then you might say, hey, I wonder... If in this population of 2 million people, there might be more than these two roads to this entire area. Oh, by the way, so that, that's for all you guys. That's for everybody. Right? And then maybe you come to Vegas, you say, I'm going to check out some other things that are off strip, which is the best part of Vegas. But for all my friends, I'm not picking you up. At, I, I don't care. You either stay in Henderson nearby or not. I'm not picking anyone up on the strip. I'm not dropping them back off on the strip. I will pick you up at the airport if you come to an off-strip casino or hotel that's reasonably near where I am. I am not doing the strip anymore. Never. Go get your Ubers. Go get your shuttles that are more expensive than the Ubers. I'm done. I'm not doing it. Traffic is horrible. It takes forever. It's the same shit. It doesn't change. And I'm pro-Vegas. But that's what what I was going to say. Here, you know what? Here's another thing, by the way. All right? Tune into these guys. Seriously, you got a trip to Vegas? Go tune into and binge on the latest episodes, say like the past three episodes of Tipping the Odds Vegas podcast with uh, Mitch and Dr. Kev. 
All right, those guys do a great. They don't even live in Vegas. They just come here all the time. I don't know why. Why I guess Dr. Kev does have a condo out here. Um, but they're on top of it, and they'll tell you all the things about where to get good food, whether or not they like the performance, and this and that. But this basic bitch strip party drink gamble, bro. Oh crap! Lost my money. No, 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 no. So to all my friends, when you come. If we are gambling, it is on an off-strip casino. We're going to restaurants that are not downtown that suck and overcharge you. We're going to go to where there still is cool shit to do in Vegas, which is off the strip. But what I was going to say back in the day, there was a time Vegas was really, you could park for free. Now you can't. There's nowhere to park for free anymore. Uh, The mafia took care of you. They gave you practically free food and booze as long as you were gambling. Uh, I don't know what the hotel rooms were like. I mean, is is in the the olden days. So I don't know if they were fine or not. Uh, it is a money grab. You guys hate all these corporations, right? Hey, all these boomers don't pay enough. The corporation employers don't pay enough money. Oh, why is everything so expensive? Don't come to Vegas. Don't come to Vegas. It. I would say it's not worth it. I, you, you get one day, two days, okay, two thousand bucks between casinos and gambling and hotels and food. Two days, $2,000, get in, get out. You did it. You didn't miss anything. You didn't miss anything. But if you want to go hiking, if you want to go golfing, if you want to go motorcycle riding, the pinball museum is pretty cool. And the mob museum is pretty cool. There's plenty of restaurants. If you want to know where I think the best restaurants in town are, the fun things to do in Vegas, let me know. Go tune in to the Tipping of the Odds Vegas podcast. But no... After today, I am not driving on Highway 15 ever again. I'm not driving on the Vegas Strip ever again unless I have to like actually go there for some kind of business reason, which I don't forecast or see. We're going. It's no different than any other city. Downtown where all the action is for stupid fucking morons. And you think the boring... I used to be very pro-city, and, and there was some validity that I positioned long ago, long ago. So when the subs were starting to get all cookie cutter and standardized. We can have a little development here. And let's get the Pearl Vision Chipotle. What else is in those? Like it's a five unit little mini strip mall. There's always a Pearl Vision, a Chipotle. What else? There's those a dentist shop. There's always a dentist, and then the fourth typical thing that it has: multiply times a billion, spread it out concentrically away from the city. <clears throat> I used to be very against the suburbs. Uh, no, the the stuff is in the city. That's where it is. The suburbs are boring, and then it it switched. And was, oh, yeah, we don't do free parking in the city anymore. Oh, we got rid of all of our cultural establishments because, well, they stopped running it. Or we decided to do a minimum wage. And in this little town here, we just decided to make it impossible to run a business. And then we gave everyone parking tickets because we didn't want you. We were going to get more money out of you kids wanting to come downtown and have fun. Quality and caliber of the entrepreneurs, I'm sure, is down to. I'm going to create an organic cafe. Shut up. We're going to have like happy music. The raises. Shut up. 
I want a jazz club. I want a fucking blues club. I want cheap drinks. I want a dance floor where I can talk to the girls, get drunk, and take them home. Well, so we have a recommended donation, and we're having a poetry slam. I can't imagine why the cities are fucking collapsing. So then the cities went to shit long before the riots happened, long before the riots happened. And I started noticing things about the suburbs where, you know, there were some, if you look for them, if you look for them, you could find some cool places out of the downtown area. You don't have to be in the city anymore. Entrepreneurs, you know, it's people still want to run like a good supper club. People still want to have a good bar. It's like, why would you do it in an inner city where there's crime and you hate the cops and uh, minimum wage of fifteen or twenty dollars? Here, this is cheaper, a lot cheaper. And you know, in the suburbs, they have these things called parking lots. Yeah, parking lots. So get this: apparently, they're starting to build buildings now where there's ample place to park. Yeah, not just like uh, fuck you, park in the street. Uh, you want to park in our little. Parking garage, $35 a day. Fuck you. And so then you go to the side. Now, and you got to understand, the reason you go out to the suburbs or people migrated to the suburbs is because there was less and less stuff to do in the city. And now there ain't no fucking reason to go to the city. I'm not saying the suburbs have become the cultural centers of America, but they're less stressful. Hey, I could find parking and there ain't going to be some meter made ticket ticket cop giving me a ticket. Oh, you see, it's Tuesday between 2.30 and 5.30 p.m. See, you're at uh, this uh, shut. <clears throat> Prices, especially in Vegas, are about half in the suburbs. I know that doesn't hold for every major metro, but they're significantly cheaper in the suburbs. And uh, what else? Yeah, that's enough. That's enough reason. There you go. And all right, is it like going to one of Prince's clubs back in Minneapolis in the 90s? No, nothing. That, But that was a fleeting thing. That was never going to last. That was too good to last forever. Too good. Prince had some good clubs in the Twin Cities. There was a good music scene back in the day. There was. There was but that would not have lasted forever. It just couldn't. It just couldn't. <clears throat> and so that is gone. That has come and passed. I'm sure New York was very vibrant in the 70s, 80s, or the 90s, whenever Giuliani was there. That is gone. That is past. It is now the street shitter epic of major metropolitan areas. And now you go to the burbs, but it may not be as exciting in the burbs. But you know what? I don't have to walk three miles just to go to that venue. I, I could park there and walk there. There's no tickets. It's safer. And you could kind of, and then you go home. I'll, I'll tell you, this is another thing as I'm getting old. Let me let me give you young men some advice. Although this is advice I don't think you can take. I think this is something that you have to live long enough to appreciate, to, to compare. You have to experience the, the opposite of this to, to appreciate the this. So you won't appreciate this unless you experience the opposite of this. But uh, there is increasingly fewer and fewer arguments to go out. Now, I'm not becoming DT from the Black Brigade where it's debatable one should even be alive because one never leaves the home or goes or tries anything different. But I go out, I do a lot of going out, but it's more in the daytime, hiking, gym, motorcycle riding, golf. So you still go out, 
But by the time night rolls around, it's kind of for in. And it's gotten to the point, I even have it on my to-do list here, <clears throat> nighttime hobby. Because I've been coming in and say, all right, we'll watch Louder Milk. Great show, by the way. Go watch it if you want. Do my work, write my book. Nah, nah, nah. I got all this other stuff. But I've been catching up with a lot of stuff. I'm like, huh, I got to figure out something to do. It's nighttime. And uh, the hell if I'm going to a bar. The hell if I'm going to a nightclub. Hell if there's even nightclubs to go to. But if you can get to the point where you're just like, nah, I'm okay staying in. And maybe, okay, let me let me rephrase this because I was one, I was arrogant. I was very self-centered on that analysis. <clears throat> For the majority of you, you go and you do your job during the daytime. That's when I go out. But when you go out to do your work, yes, that's going out, but that's not going enjoyable out. That's going in suffering out. So you get back, and then when you get back, then there would be your out activity. But unless it's something you really want to do, man, you go to the gym, fine. You did you, you did work. You did the gym. Stay at home. Play your video games. Relax. For And this is where maybe the younger men and younger gals, you may not, you may not get it because you haven't explored the out enough going out. You haven't explored going out enough to realize it's just a bunch of bullshit because everyone's a cocksucker. I'm not even joking about it. Most people are assholes. Most people are boring. There's nothing new. You're not missing anything. <clears throat> so you might as well stay at home and, I'm not kidding, read a good book, listen to a good sermon, uh, play your video games, watch your TV shows, as long as you get your exercise. I'm just pointing that out. But if you are going to go out, uh, well, hang on. Another thing that you won't understand, younger versus older, is when you're younger, you're, the place you live is just where you sleep. You're not invested in it. This is just where I sleep. This is my house. Da, 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 I don't, maybe women nest a little bit more. But this didn't hit me until I built my own house. But viewing your house, even if it's an apartment, that's fine. Your, your abode, your dwelling, as a place you like. This is why, absolutely, take the time, spend a little bit of money on getting the things that you want that you're going to carry with you for your entire life. Like, you really want that comfortable uh, chair? Like, I got this chair that leans back. Look at that. Get it. You want a certain artwork? Get it. And then you're like, no, nah, I kind of like being at home. With digital entertainment now? Oh, my God, Christ, you never have to go to a theater again. Play your video games. Listen to some schmuck on the internet with a red hat, yellow about how much he hates strip people. And you could avoid all that boring-ass bullshit. However, so that that's another concept. But until you go out to realize that out sucks and then you discover in. You're like, oh, my God, the wonders of in. <clears throat> I get to do what I want. And I get to look at that piece of art that I found at Goodwill that no one, no one else likes, but I do. Oh, I bought I bought Lord of the Rings. I was at Goodwill yesterday. I bought the Lord of the Rings trilogy because I want to own it before they turn it into everyone having a black vagina and like, oh, it's uh it's Dildo Shaniqua. Or no, not Dildo, it's um Bilbo Shaniqua. Yeah, they they photo edited. Now we can't find the originals anymore. Just sit there and watch that, chill out, sit on the nice couch. <clears throat> but there is some things you may want to consider going on. This is where I got my nighttime hobby because I go out in the daytime. But I don't go out at night, but I do want to go out at night. So I'm going to try another run at a Dungeons and Dragons campaign. And I'm praying to God 
it isn't a bunch of artists or fake artists is really what they are, where instead of playing the game, they try to demonstrate how how great at rules-based D&D they are. And I no offense, here's no offense would need be taken by women. If I could find an all-female group of Dungeons and Dragons players, and they would allow me like it wasn't women only. It just happened to statistically very unlikely be all women. I would rather play with them because as opposed to a co-ed one, if there's a one, just one girl in a D and D campaign, every fucking Spurg is trying to impress that girl. Cause they want to get with her instead of playing the fucking game. And so I want to, maybe that's would be my dream is that I find a, an all girl D and D game, but it's not exclusive to girls. So I could play. And that means there's no other guys like, ha, ha, ha. I go up to her character at the bar. I, I uh, remember that time I did it. Ha, 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 ha. Actually, you can't. That's not a D20. You have to roll a D10. No, I remember it's a fourth edition. Like, oh, my fucking God. I'm going to give another shot at D&D. Spurg free D&D. That's what I was going to make a website just as a, as a troll job. No, no, it's only for normal people. You can't play. <laughs> Have like secret meetings and a code just to like, okay, here's where we're going to meet. Here's the code and have someone try to figure it out. And there's never any meeting. But I'm thinking I'm making another go at that. But then I was also thinking, um, because it's just the <clears throat> not to bore you with my life. The GF works on central time because that's where the job is. So she's got to go to bed early and wake up early. And I'm kind of sitting there. So I, I'm going to get a nighttime hobby. And I might go to the local tech school if there is one around. See if there's something on the west or the east side, sorry. And um, just learn to wrench on cars because I'm okay. I don't understand the philosophy of cars. I, I know why cars exist, but I know a, a top-down physical procedural understanding of how the combustion engine works okay so it's got to get air and it's got to get the right fuel <clears throat> then there has to be a spark and it has to hit every time and then that changes that that moves the cylinder the pistons and the cylinders and uh that that compression and that turns the uh, rotating shaft thing <clears throat> why can't i think of it what the hell do they call it Oh, God, I can't remember. There's chains, but that's a motorcycle. And then there's drive shaft. Thank you, drive shaft. Okay, I got a real basic, but I need more hands-on. All right, this is where the alternator goes and why it goes here. This is what a timing belt would do, and if it didn't, and then these things would go. Here are different types of engines. I'm thinking just going to a, a tech school, or maybe there's a community college that offers simple auto repair, and just doing that. Because, yeah, otherwise, that you just sit there. There's no good TV. You're like, what do you want to watch? Well, do you want to watch? No. It's a girly thing. I don't want to watch that. You want to watch Gladiator? Oh, yeah. Actually, she does want to watch Gladiator. She doesn't like Lord of the Rings. Like, you don't like Lord of the Rings? Nah. <clears throat> All right. So then she goes to bed. And I'm like, huh. And I don't want to go to bed early. I don't want to become my parents. All seven of them. However many times boomers get married and divorced and remarried. 
They were all going to bed at eight. You know why people go to bed so early? It's not because they get old, because they ain't having sex no more. That's why people go to bed early. There ain't no reason to stay up. Wifey Pooh ain't putting on the lingerie anymore. Kids ain't, no one's having sex. That's what I figured out when people go to bed early. No, I don't want to go to bed early. <laughs> so I'm going to go out. Find Spurg Free D&D. Learn to wrench on cars. There might be some other things. I did find a hiking group so I could go on a hiking group. I got sick and tired of hiking by myself. <clears throat> so I, I found a hiking group. And uh, it was it was fun because I, it was just a, a daytime thing. And the reason it was daytime is everyone was on their lunch break. Uh, or they were retired. And by far, I was the youngest guy there. And so we're going on this trail. And this, I guess there's a larger hiking group in the Vegas area than not. And uh, she, the gal who's leading it, she was asking me if I've done some hiking like this and that. And I said, what's your radius? Like, how far out does this hiking group go? She says, well, we only stay here. She says, but other leaders or groups in the hiking group. So I guess there's like sub groups within the larger group. They go hiking all over the place. I said, oh, she said, what do you think? And I'm like, well, I, I really like the golden spike. And she's like, oh, well, you have to talk. Go look for the scramblers. Go look for scrambling hikes. She says, but you're going to have to kind of get approved first. And and I'm like, oh, this is great. This is, I was being polite. I wasn't going to say anything. Oh, you know who I am. I'm like, oh, yeah, why is that? And like, well, we actually had some deaths. I'm like, what? So they actually had two deaths. So I can understand their, um, uh, their concern for safety. She's like, oh, but there's like different levels of scrambling and this and that. And I'm like, well, what would this type, you know, of hike be? Oh, that's level three. What was about that one? That's level four. So I've done level four. Level five, like, no, that's like harness and not that I'm scared, but you got to bring in gear. I don't like carrying gear. I don't even bring water half the time. I, I just don't like carrying anything. So to go hike with the scramblers. I have to, you have to be introduced. You have to go on a beginning scramble, which is like me taking a beginning dance class. Like, okay, these are the rules. I'm not arguing with them. So, so I'm just going to go and like, oh yeah, hi, how you doing? Yeah. I'd like to go on that hike with you guys. The one you're doing over there. Cause that's the one I want to do, but I've never done. It's kind of helpful to have someone show me, you know, where we're going to go. But I got to prove to you that I ain't going to die on a hike. <clears throat> and so uh it's just to meet people i can do the hike anytime i want it's just like i want to like hey how you doing all right are you going to be transient like everybody else in vegas i'm gonna make some really great friends and then everybody leaves because they're promoted in the military so what happens in vegas so uh, you'll see born and raised is kind of a slogan because so few people were actually born and raised here because 30 years ago vegas was a fraction of the size it is now and uh, it is a very transient community. A lot of people kind of come in here and then leave. You got an Air Force base, so that's obviously turnover, and then people leave. I don't know about um, <clears throat> the tourism industry, how, but I guess that's transitional. A lot of turnover there. People come, people go. Um, so, but I've had some great friends, and also, no, oh, I got I got promoted. Um, uh, I got a bust a, a boost in my ranking. I have to go elsewhere now, and they're like, what? And I've only been coming to Vegas regularly for about seven or eight years. I'm almost a veteran. Like, really? Oh, you've been here seven, eight? Yeah. How long have you been here? Three? I'm like, it's 
not even here, man. That's like, I don't even consider being in South Dakota for three years. Like that's a, a long time. I, you know, like, how can you be considered a, a regular or a resident? I know legally you might be a resident, but you're not. Then you talk to the old man over at a, there's this car museum I went to. This guy born and raised and he's 60 years old. And he was telling me about all these places I go hike and what few water streams are in the area and how he kayaked down it before these towns were even built. I'm like, dude, like that guy, that guy's the real deal. That guy, <clears throat> he, he, you can, uh, if you ever do it, I'll, I'll promote his location. Um, but there's a, a Hollywood car museum. So you get to see the real kit, one of many. You get to see, see the real General Lee, one of many. Um, Herbie the Love Bug. There's one of the James Bond cars where it's the white Ferrari that turned into the submarine. You get to see that. So it, it's actually worth I think it's like 10 bucks or something. It's absolutely totally worth it. But then you go in the back, and I guess the guy who originally started this museum was Liberace, who I think is dead now. And then there's the Liberace museum in the back well the guy who so you pay to go into the car museum you get to see the cool cars and then in the back if you want to pay actually go to the liberace museum where he's got some of his fancier collections and liberace memorabilia and i'm just talking it's him and his wife and they know everything about vegas i'm like what about good restaurants you know like i don't want no strip you know crap where's like oh you gotta go here you got to go there and uh yeah he knew everything about vegas it was really cool talking to that old man i was like oh right this this is taking notes in my phone like where because he knew it but yeah so do your two days in vegas and then get the fuck off the strip find an airbnb so you don't pay the resort fees uh geez if you can rent a car off strip to rent it away from the airport and then go there's a petroglyph site. They just found a fossil site on the north side of town, like a real one, like with mammoths, tusk, and everything. It's really cool. Um, <clears throat> you can drive up to Mount Charleston and Kyle Canyon where there's snow up there. You could go see snow. Hour and a half away, there's snow. Uh, even driving around the Ellis, uh, Nellis Air Force Base, you get to see, I saw an A-10 Warthog what was it, B-52? I think it was a B-1 bomber at one time. They had F-15s and F-22s. You could see them flying all around more often than not. Go to the Hoover Dam, hike the Golden Spike, hike Black Mountain. That's one of my favorites. Uh, Calico Basin, you can do Red Ride. There's so much shit to do off strip. And by the way, if you're coming to town, no, I'm not coming to visit you on the strip. Go spend the $80 round trip Uber to come out to Henderson and we'll go to some decent restaurants that won't F you in the ass for a sandwich. Um, <clears throat> What do we got here? So this was sent to me a while from Jamie. This is from Oz, TechWire Australia. And this happened a while ago and I didn't know it was a big deal, but uh, we're talking about, what's it called? Um, Fragile systems, very over uh, intricate, complicated systems, <clears throat> complex systems, and how we just take things like the telecommunications infrastructure and electricity and supply chain. You all take it for granted. And Australia, they're they're almost as bitchy as the United States with the amount of oh my god, we're such bad people. Oh no, but we're gonna tell the world how to do things right. No, we're not gonna work hard at all. <laughs> 
well, we'll just bring in a bunch of immigrants. And that'll solve the problem, right? You'll do the work so we can live off of it. I need someone to pay my social security, or as they say in Australia, superannuation. And so as it's all about what color skin you got and what kind of plumbing you have, and do you feel like you might have an anxiety attack at this moment? Oh, maybe you want to suck dick? That's more important than your abilities and competencies. Chaos is communications and internet go offline in Australia. So this is from November 2023. Optus suffers a network outage, leaving millions without communication services. The Optus outage also affected payments, transportations, and internet services. See? I even wrote it in my book, World Without Men. All it takes is one system to go down long enough. And if this system goes down, like the electrical grid, then you can't make payments. And if you can't make payments, then the economy crashes or it, it grinds to a halt. It doesn't technically crash yet. <clears throat> so here, here, I don't know how many people are on the Optus network, but your credit card payments and all that, that goes through the internet. Oops. Oops. And just so you know, I'm I'm not even going to go for the low-hanging fruit, although it's not an, uh, an irrational uh, criticism. I, I'm not going to, oh, it's affirmative action and doors are falling off of airplanes. I, I'm not going that route. But I am going to go which, which what it is, affirmative action or not. It is Westerners becoming lazy sacks of shit who don't do their fucking job right. That's what it is. The Optus outage also affects payments, transportation, internet services. Optus has ruled out the outage being a cyber attack. So it's just plain incompetence. Australia has descended into technological chaos as phone and internet services have gone offline. Millions were affected as services from Optus experienced an unexplained nationwide outage. You just didn't, um, is it maybe incompetence? This is the second, second major incident involving Optus after a major data breach during the same period last year. This time, the impact was much more severe as the outage not only crippled communication services and the internet, but also led to morning peak hour chaos in the country's train networks and other digital services were down. The trains are on this. I, I, I'll, I'll throw in another group of likely suspects. Your MBA bros who've never ran a business in your life. You don't know jack fuck all shit. And you think, well, just cut costs. We'll cut costs. <clears throat> The the amount of pain you assholes have caused. So let me give you an example. One of one zillion. Some of you guys might remember this. You go to McDonald's, right? And you get a straw. Any restaurant, let's just use McDonald's, right? Now the straw comes in paper wrapping, right? And to get the straw, if you were a normie, you'd you rip 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 and then you finally push it out like your dick and then you pull it off like a long ass condom right <clears throat> too long you just take it hold it with your fist and you go pop 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 down on the ground and then the uh friction of your hand on the paper would just slide that down the plastic would come up pull off up way easier some it's an nba asshole it's some cockfucker who needs to really go swim to Japan with the cinder block tied around his bat belt in Minecraft, who says, hey, you know what? We could save. It's got to be what, man? What does it cost to make a straw? What does it cost to make a plastic straw? It cannot be more than two cents. It just can't be. 
So we are talking a fraction of one penny for you. If we get, if we have this additive, yeah, we could save ourselves a quarter of a penny each straw. Yeah, but now I don't, it doesn't have the, the sturdiness for me to hit it down on the table to pop it up anymore. Go take a straw. Try to do it that. You can't do it. You just break the straw. You bend the straw at the bottom. It, the straw is so weak, it won't even pop through the paper. So, you assholes, I can totally see, hey, we don't really need, you know, this plastic wrapping around the, the internet cable. I got a good deal over in China that'll save us 30 cents a month. <clears throat> and I don't know if you guys watch Lewis Rossman, but man, you want to talk about real citizen journalism? That guy's a saint. He's doing the Lord's work. All the again, not a socialist, but and and I'll point out where some of you might disagree with me. Where I'm not a libertarian, you're damn right. We need government regulations over industries. You absolutely right. These corporate cocksuckers, they will. They'll 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 dump sulfuric acid in the in the water supply if they can get away with it. Everyone is a everyone is a quant. Everyone needs babysitting, including the adults. And I don't care if you work in the government or corporate America. You're all assholes trying to fuck everybody over. Fuck you. And now we don't have straws that we can simply and get them. <clears throat> so I, I, I really want to know what cost cutting to save nickels and pennies. There's also um, plainly difficult. Uh, he, he's like a disaster documentary show. He goes over different disasters and how they happen. And everyone's trying to cut corners. Everyone's just trying to cut corners. <clears throat> this time, the impact was much more severe as the outage and only crippled communications. Oh, I just said that. Payment systems were also affected with Commonwealth Bank warning that some customers might encounter difficulties with some services. According to a report by Reuters, hospitals and emergency services across the country were also hit by the outage. Ramsey Healthcare, which owns 70 hospitals and clinics in Australia, said its phone services were impacted. Do you guys have a kind of a quasi-socialist system over there? Yeah, yeah. Okay, keep going. At this time, we are unaware how long this outage will continue. If you need to contact your local Ramsey hospital, please direct inquiries via the contact form on the local hospital website. It said on its Facebook page. Australia's Federal Communications Minister, Michelle Rowland, said she had limited information about the outage. Word has also reported that Optus CEO Kelly Bayer Rosmarin ruled out a cyber attack. However, in an interview on ABC Radio, Rosmarin did not give a reason for the outage to say how long it would take. What? You don't know? You don't have your guy? Who is this? Kelly? Is this a guy or a gal? <clears throat> Let's look. Let's look. Let's Okay, does she have a, it's uh oh, had to resign. <laughs> it's a girl. It's about my age. Are you a girl boss, Kelly? I don't want to. About education. I don't want to. Okay, co-founder, volunteer, house and awards. Top 10 business women in Australia 2015 by the Huffington Post, huh? Top 25 women in finance, Asia Pacific. Oh, my God. Oh, is this another 40 under 40 that goes to jail? 
Oh my God, these awards mean nothing. Young Executive of the Year, Stanford University, top master's student. What's her degree in girl bossing? Was it at Stanford University? Maybe it was something legit. She's a girl boss. Your girl boss too close to the sun. <clears throat> um, 14 years of Commonwealth Bank in Australia. She led several senior positions, group executive, institutional banking and markets. Why are you in charge of an IT company? Why? She was in banking. Uh, hang on. Our board. Management consultant. In an enterprise software company, venture back, high growth software start bachelor's degree in industrial engineering and oh, engineering management and masters of science and management science and industrial. Okay, tell me you didn't just 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 go away now. Just go away, manager. <clears throat> uh not not the first major incident in Australia. The timing of the outage could and by the way, I don't obviously it's not solely her fault, but I don't know. You go to the public and you don't know. I wouldn't even go to the media and say, we are currently investigating that. I'm busy. I get to the bottom of it. Data breach last year, largest data breach in the history of the country. Personal data around 10 million customers. Hang on. Um, while we're going on stereotypes, Optus. Let me look up Optus. Optus Australia. <clears throat> I want to see if they have a diversity and inclusion. Oh my God, we love sucking minority dick at Optus. Optus.au. This is your big site? This is, I mean, I know Asshole Consulting isn't the greatest site ever. Wow. It says .au. Their website is kind of ding ding. Here comes the ship mobile. About us. <clears throat> investing in a brighter future. We are investing in our people, our communications, our networks, and a sustainable future. Corporate careers. Oh, there's a there it is. Okay, we got a minority. Any white men? No, there are no white men on your on your thing. Oh, there's an Asian gal. Sustainability careers. Learn more. Let's see. <clears throat> All women. Oh, oh, one white guy. Get him out of here. Corporate teams, students, and graduates. Our people, our stories, our values. So, all right. Well, they don't have they, only through pictures do they, but they don't have a diversity and inclusion thing. But this is this was kind of before all that, where our retail teams and students and grab where is it? Our stories, our people, our values. Challenge your spirit, customer focus, heart, Sh integrity, integrity, personal excellence. What? <laughs> Typical corporate horseshit. All right. Good luck to you guys down in Australia. I bet you some of it but this time. I think some of you are tuning in. Uh, Singapore's Singtel owns Optus. has over 10 million customers, around 40% of us. Okay, so it's Singtel. Well, who are those guys? Uh, ransomware. 
since then, Australia government and more stricter privacy laws, tweet reference, possible causes, software, firmware, update. Oh, you always got to update. All those updates are so important. Lenovo, my new computer, always wants to know if I want to update. McAfee, whether that's the free virus, it's free. You know, just like a nagging wife is free. You know, there's no cost you paying that. It it no it it told me today. I looked into it, like, well, can I get rid of it and put my own thing? Ah, you don't have to worry about it. Said the internet. And now McAfee's like, whoa, warning, big red, <clears throat> flashing red, <laughs> warning, warning, warning. Your subscription to McAfee might run out. God, fuck you. So now I am going to uninstall it because it uses up too much fucking uh, ma- uh, RAM. I don't know if you could hear, hear it before, but my my laptop was just, the fan was going. Control, alt, delete. Okay, the culprit is obviously Chrome. Use way too much memory. So I got to limit the amount of tabs I have open. But then I'm looking at all this other horse shit. All this other horse shit. Like, what is, what is that? No, why is Microsoft Edge running? Knock that off. Why is, why is that running? No, knock that off. And now I got it down to where it won't, the fan won't run as long as I don't run more than two programs. <clears throat> so what I wanted to do, I wanted a computer that doesn't work when I run basic shit. So we got that there. So there you go. TechWire Asia. Let's go to the Super Chats and play. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. Good Lord. Let's get a little jazz in here. As always, you're allowed to let me know if you do or do not like the music. Let me get it going here. All right, perfect. And I know a lot of you don't like it, uh, but I, I, I promise it's not going to be the majority of shows. It's just eh, every once in a while. Some people like it. There is a lot of people who are adamant. Like, I hate it. Like, okay, okay, well, do whatever wants. Now I can do it Urbshai, five Australian. Here we are, first night from Oz. Macau is a tourist trap too, minus the crackheads and drunk. Pretty cool. Yeah, I'm not going to Macau. I'll be going uh, not there. Zero GX Gaming, 10 bucks. Take that. If you're into samurai games, you should try Neo. About an Irish pirate that has to go to Japan in the 15th century. It's hard like Dark Souls. Not, no, I hated Dark Souls, but I like the premise of that. <clears throat> Neo. Video game. I I was never much into the uh, not deaf volleyball was it dead or alive volleyball with the girls with the bikinis and the tits. Now I totally am not because I played the game, but because apparently it's so hard and and those type of games aren't going to make it to the United States because let's just be frank, enough women in the video game industry don't want you guys playing it. Now I want to buy them. Now I'm like, no, I want tits and ass on my video games. I want pretty girls with tits and ass on my video games now. So I don't know if they're even coming out or I got to go get the Chinese or Japanese version of it or whatever. But that sounds like a good, at least the story sounds good. P.I., two bucks. Ave, true to Caesar. Yes, P.I., thank you. P.I. again. Uh, Av, I'm sorry, it's Av, not Ave. Uh, Two bucks again. Play Fall at New Vegas. It'll make sense. I did play Fallout Vegas. What's wrong with uh, Fallout Vegas? I like that game. 
tried playing it again. I was like, I don't remember it being this hard. I must be getting older. Talk to this person to get a stick so you could fight off the giant centipede. Can I? Can I just get a gun? Just give me, give me, give me the gun. Sam whiskey, holy shit, Sam, what's happening? You got cancer? What's going on? Twenty generous dollars. I can literally hear a cashier give the incorrect change to the customer while I was in a Walmart bathroom. Cappy, how much money do you think Walmart is saving by not implementing bathroom doors? Oh, where you just walk through the thing? <clears throat> kind of like an airport? I, I They must have the reasons. Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't hate Walmart. I'd hate the people that shop there. Walmart has been pretty good to me so far. Walmart did more to raise everyone out of poverty than any government program ever did starting in the 80s because it brought prices down so much for everyday things. Uh, so I, I really can't hate on Walmart too much given the the overall economic good they have done. But yeah, I, I don't know. We're in a different world now than 1991. We're in 2024 where whatever competent managerial staff might have existed in 91 it's all gone now bye uh two bucks truth is the frogs were gay from the start <laughs> bye again two bucks or five, i'm sorry five bucks hey i'm covering armed and dangerous is there anything you want to say about the game i well you don't need my opinion whatever is your opinion is the if you're do, if you're covering it i presume you're writing or doing a video about it uh I just say it's my favorite game. Uh, it's funny. It's it's a Lucas Arts production. So if you want to see what Lucas Arts was capable of, when it wasn't uh, Kathleen the Magic Vagina wasn't you know like, eh. it's funny. Uh, you you could get away with actual humor. Um, the gameplay is fun and stupid. the The gardening robots are hilarious. Even the song at the end is fun. Uh, Sam Whiskey, five bucks. Sex in the city is now poop in the city. Yes, it is. It is. Implemented by Democrat policies. It's interesting to know because it does happen. But imagine that type, whether it's New York, San Francisco, L.A., Chicago. Having their flirtinis. And there's all this homeless people around. And they can't say they were wrong. They can't possibly say, oh, no, I was wrong. We really ought to have re you know Republican type of policies. We all really have cops. <clears throat> I can't wait until there's just bums and high. And a buddy of mine, uh, Juan the Aztec Patriarch, he takes pictures like of homeless people sleeping in the atrium to the Marriott Hotel. Okay, there you guys go. You so know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. I'm the bad guy. I am the bad guy because I don't want homeless people in my town. Yep. I'm the bad guy. Yep. You're you're the good guy though. You care about the homeless. Cool. I'm gonna get him a bus ticket and send him right out to your place. <clears throat> Same thing with the immigrants, right, Democrats? As long as it was happening in Texas. Nonstop trade, two bucks. But Cappy, they say the solution is to take more of men's money. Yep. Until there is no more money, and then I then I don't know what they're going to do. We are at the point uh, of the Laffer curve, if you guys want to look it up. But there is a point at which taxing more results in less overall government revenue because people work less. Uh, and it depends on the country and the culture, but 
uh, and depends on what all the other, well, I guess total government taxation. I think the optimal level is around 18 or 20%. And then after that starts to go down um, because people are just disincentivized. Uh, there are other ways you can, there's not one tax rate. That's the problem is it, in some, by some measures, it could be 35%. But somewhere, once you start going above 40%, you people are like, nah, nah, I'm not working. And so you could have a tax rate of 80%, but because no one's getting, your people aren't allowed to keep 20% of their money, like, fuck it, I'm not working. Unless you're a really self-loathing motherfucker like Scandinavians. Like, oh, what can we do now to help people, not us? It's okay, dear. I don't care if you're having sex with someone else just as long as you're empowered. Go Sweden. <clears throat> uh, Red Raven, two bucks. Bad experience at D and D game shops group. Sadly, do you have Red? Uh, Red, I would love to know. Look, here's I love playing D and D. I love board games, and I want to. I want to be a nerd again. You know, like a real nerd. Please email me over at Asshole Consulting what your experience was. I want to know to see if this is a trend, like my percept, because I went to like three different places and you can't play games because it's adult children. They they are not playing the game. They're all there to play make-believe because this is the only thing in their imaginary world where they're valuable. So I'm wondering if you've had the same experiences or something different. I would like to play Dungeons & Dragons again. But if I got to go deal with a 26, 27-year-old who is actually crying because we wouldn't let him cast his spell because it wasn't his turn. Maybe I will run that, the Spurg-free D&D. Just, just like, no, like there's a process, there's an application. We do a background check. We make sure you got a job. You're not living at home. Send us a picture. Can you run three miles? All right, you're in. Machilla, new guy. Five bucks. What are the different levels of FU money? Pauper to ball. Oh, good question, Machilla. That's a good question. All right. So there's, I, I can almost guarantee, well, no. I know some people. And they are diehard fans of uh, Fire, uh, Early Retirement Extreme, Jacob Lundfisker. These are monks. These are guys who it is their religion and not bad either. But I know I had a client and he lived in a house with a bunch of guys and they're, you got to all be on the same mindset. He lived like there's six rooms to this house, two bathrooms or three bathrooms. <clears throat> and all these guys are minimalists. They just lived in the rooms, had a commons area. They'd all clean up, do chores. And no one owned a car. They all biked or took the bus. And they got by on nothing. Now, I did the math. More recently, I updated it, adjusted for inflation for the latest book. And the average, not the average, well, your average man in America or any man in America, unless you're from YZ or something, uh, you could get by in about $22,500, which is not a lot. You're right. But think about that. You're splitting your rent six ways. You don't have a car. You can get by in about $23,000, let us just say. What would be rich to somebody who needs $23,000? Well, let's just do the math. Um, and I'm not going to do... Oh, darn it. I don't have a <clears throat> calculator installed on this. Let me, let me do the math here. 
and it'll be less than this because of the power of compounding but let's say you are um oh 65 well and then it also depends yeah some of those early retirement extreme the math you could retire at 40 because you're not you're minimalist but i wanted to let me not overthink it so let's say twenty three thousand times 20 years okay so if you wanted to retire at 65 and you aren't going to lift off 23,000. This doesn't include whatever social security you might get. The the absolute maximum you would need is $460,000. <clears> and even that would be a lot because you're not accounting for the power of compounding. You're assuming none of this would be invested. You're assuming you're not saving it, but that's to retire for 20 years. If you wanted to do it, let's clear the uh, 23,000. Times 40 years, which would be more like return at 40, $920,000. So, and that could even go down less if you paid off your house and uh, you built up a nest egg at da 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 da. But the numbers, if you want to see it, because it's a when do you want to retire and how long until you die? Those are the two variables no one knows well, that I don't know. <clears throat> but you can estimate for your own individual self. And Jacob Lundfisker, Early Retirement Extreme, go get his book. It it does the math. You, you could follow along in the math to do it yourself. But those guys, yeah, half a million. If you want to retire at 65, like regular retirement, that's you just need half a million. So that's kind of fuck you money. Uh, and then it goes up from there. Uh, me, I'm probably around more like the, well... Do you have your house paid off or not? That's an important one. You know, I got I got a little bit of a mortgage on my house, but not much. It's mostly paid off. <clears throat> so that's going to be different than someone who's got a $3,000 a month mortgage payment. Uh, but F you money for me comfortably, comfortably? Like a million in total assets. That would include the house. At, even a million is... Yeah... I could probably, I probably, no, I I think if I was to be 65, it'd be half a million. Because I wouldn't, I could get by easily on 23 grand, not adjusted for inflation, have to be inflated into dollars into the future. <clears throat> and then if you're a dipshit dude, bro, with your hat on backward, and you still want to be partying and having a fancy car, God, you need to have FU money, then $10 million. Because you're just going to piss all your money away on dumb shit. You're not going to invest it. It's all about, you know, I've, I've seen couples. I knew one couple that, what was it? I think they brought in 300000 a year and they still went bankrupt because they, they bought shit. I mean, how many how many billionaires, billionaires ended up going bankrupt because, well, their company went belly up, but all their money, you know, they were leveraged to the hilt. <clears throat> Didn't save the money. Oh, you had all these expenses. But yeah, on on the cheaper end, half a million could be fuck you money. And I think more important than total fuck you money, like lifelong fuck you money, is six month fuck you money. Because you're gonna the real issue you're gonna run into is that bait and switch boss. Or like, here's the job. Oop, we lied. Tee hee. Oh yeah, we're gonna promote you. Tee hee, we didn't. And if you got six months living expenses, then it's, like, it's a guy called the micro fu fund. Like, nope. I'm done. I quit. Whoa, whoa. And you don't like within a week or two max, once you find out they're lying about shit, like, yeah, this isn't for me. I'm gone. And you don't even put that on your resume. You're only there for two weeks. It's not like you had a five month 
gap in your resume like what happened oh well i was i was at this place and i didn't have it was like two weeks and i'm gonna think about that uh but yeah baller well then like look at the saudis you need billions then they'll go buy a, a shit ton of crap i don't mean saudi population i mean the prince the princes the royal saudi royalty i mean yeah i guess you need a billion dollars if you got your own plane and flying around I'll tell you this, the more money people need, the less happier they are. The more freedom and time you got, the happier you are. Look how fucking happy I am. I have all this fucking time. Look how happy I am. <clears throat> Go look at my picture I did of the hike today. I'm giving everyone the finger because I'm so happy. <laughs> Sam Whiskey, most American name in America. Ten bucks. Cappy, President Biden's economic advisor, Jared Bernstein, has no degree in economics, but he has a bachelor's degree in music. How does that happen? Uh, he has connections. That's how it happens. I, I found out Robert Reich, which was Bill Clinton's uh, Department of Labor head. He doesn't. He's not an economist. He's a lawyer. You do know Joe Biden is married to a worthless joke of a human being who has a doctorate in education, and they keep calling her Doctor Jill or Doctor something. It's like no, that's not a doctor. It's, that's that's she's not a doctor. She's an adult child who never, ever got out of school. Uh, Tyler Durden, five bucks. You hate on chat GPT a lot. No, I don't. Why do I hate on chat? But I had it role play as Nikolai Tesla and had the most interesting conversation in months, better than talking to average Joe. I'm fine if you want to use chat GTP. I I, I don't think AI is going to replace accounting is, is more my, my uh, criticism of AI. Uh, universal coordinate eight australian it's almost full socialist in the cities yeah yeah they, they they know what they're doing they know what they're doing stan the milkman five australian dollars test telstra was the result of privatizing our telecommunication network it's perth bin <laughs> perth bin perth bin on your asian oh is perth bin on your asian tour stay at my place it's not a cockburn um no i'm not going to australia um, I have no desire to go to, well, I do, I do have a desire to go to Perth. <clears throat> I don't know. Maybe I go to Perth bin. I, the reason Australia is there, I don't want to live in Australia. Not after what Australians do to themselves. I don't know what it is with white people recently. Like, oh, we want to hate ourselves so much and discriminate against ourselves. No, 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 I'm done. I, I'm not exactly, I think pride and traits you were born with is stupid. It's not like, yeah, white people. It's like, yeah, go to Wyoming. You'll have a different opinion. But I'm not like, oh, white people. It's like, uh, it doesn't fucking matter. What did you do? But, man, there's something about Australia. Adam Piggott, by the way, if you guys want a great book, go get uh, Pushing Rubber Downhill. He's an Australian, and he's not going back. He left. I think he's in Italy now. Um, no, So, I, but I did always want to go to Perth, and I, I may go east. <sighs> oh, shit. Yeah. I do, I do remember. I did want to see Perth. But what? Yeah, that's the other thing. You guys still got your COVID requirements? What do I got to do? Stick something up my ass? Donate a kidney? What What do I got to do? What's the penance I must pay for being Australian adjacent? Nonstop Dre, three, six, uh, 360, two bucks. Jake Tran did a video about McKinsey Consulting. Okay, I'll have to check it out. I've never had anything against like Bain or McKinsey. They're just like the snooty 
Ooh la la, you know. But I, I don't know. Are they bad? I know Accenture, Anderson Consulting was. Thomas Rao, 10 bucks. You're absolutely right about the NBA bean counters. Circle K brought the small chain of, bought the small chain of mom and pop gas station chain near me. They had a sandwich counter almost as good as Subway. <clears throat> they had, it went away. I want to know who's in charge of the Mavericks that aren't in Utah. Because I think it's a headless chicken running around that makes the decisions. Uh, yeah, I, I wish I could eat at Mavericks. They they used to have really good food, and now they don't. Thomas Rowell, five bucks. Circle K got rid of all the sandwich counters. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. This is a, a sequel. They had a sandwich counter almost as good as Subway. Circle K got rid of all the sandwich counters. And gas went up too. Probably how to pay for all the Northeast VPs of whatever's Right. Well, and also, Tom, don't forget, they didn't pay cash. I'm sure they went to a bank, borrowed at 8%. Now they got to eke out 8% more. Nonstop Drake, two bucks. This podcast is sponsored by Carlson and Family Court. <laughs> Sam Whiskey, five bucks. Play the music, Boomer. I am. It's playing. Do you, do you not hear it? Yeah, see? <clears throat> Dr. Paradox, two bucks. Begin migrating to Linux, you absolute tay hard. Uh, yeah, I do have a Linux machine over there. Um, this computer I'm only using to write That's the, and do videos when I'm overseas, but I will probably be switching to Linux. I'm sick. It shouldn't take me 15 minutes to set up a computer. I don't need to be asked a billion things about my preferences and settings. And do you want your data to go here? Do you want your data to go there? I spent a good half an hour going through a checklist on how to privatize Windows 11, like all these things you got to turn off. Ray John, two Canadian. I played Baldur's Gate 3. I got bored within two minutes. Yeah, it's it's not that good of a game. It really isn't. Uh, Stan the Milkman, two Australian. Uh, Dave the Diver is a great indie game. Okay, Dave the Diver. Are there tits and ass in it? David the Diver. Nonstop trade, two bucks for Cappy, Future, Me Too, Carlson, and Peta lawsuits. <laughs> hey, that E. Jean gal got some sympathetic jury to, that just hated Trump. That was uh, to, uh, to award her, what was it, $83 million for a defamation? Obviously, Trump will go and appeal that but yeah there you go a false she falsely kept i don't believe her i don't believe she falsely accuses him of happy bedroom not fun time <clears throat> and um he says i don't know what he's like she's a crazy bitch and now uh now he has to pay her 83 million dollars like no no Nonstop trade two bucks the great one podcast is 10 out of 10 except for cappy yeah that's what i was gonna say about the great one so i was tuning into the great one and I mentioned I did a real quick video because you guys all want to know who's the great one. I said go to sinlibsoch.com, Cynical Libertarian Society, and there you go. And so I, I talked about how his, uh, his personal favorite episode is the, inf the Illusion of Infinity. And so I was listening to his podcast, I think the most recent one. He's like, all of a sudden I saw this jump in downloads. I'm like, is he going to say thank you to me? And I found out Clary was, he linked to me. And I, you know, Clary and Chad, he was on Chad's thing. And he said the Republicans and Democrats are different. And I want to disagree with him. He never said thank you. 
Never said thank you. Continued on. About, he went on a tangent, as he always does. Almost got a thank you out of the great one. Almost. Regular James LV, two bucks. Chances that Las Vegas and Nevada as a whole stay red. I don't think they're red. Didn't they go blue the last time? Las Vegas is blue. There's too many poor people here. There's too many Democrats. Oh, there's too many rich Democrats here, too. The mafia isn't in charge anymore. It's just another major metro. Uh, G-Ski, five bucks. Jessup is helping to remodel my house. I pay him a fifth of Aristocarat vodka at the end of the day. <laughs> does, does Jessup know how to remodel your house? By the way, if you're coming into the, the red states, just do your own housework. I know they vote Republican. I know they got guns. I know you agree with them politically. There's still a bunch of sister fuckers, and they're going to fuck up your house. Just learn to fix your own car, fix your own house. My truth, the king, five bucks. You think anyone will get their bank assets frozen or accounts investigated on this latest Tucker trucker convoy going down to Texas and like back in Texas? Um, <clears throat> It, that, that might happen. That might happen. Uh, I don't know. I, I really don't pay attention to the news because it. I can't. I can't deal with it. I just can't. I've, I've had enough difficulty. <clears throat> I've had enough dark days, and I don't control it anymore. And I, you know, look when half your population just like, oh my god, I want to be popular. Let everybody in so I can take your money and pay for other people so I can be popular. Teehee. I won't say which half that is. You guys suck. Oh, my God. I hate you so much. We don't want to have anything to do with you guys suck. Why don't you? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Let's have immigrants and free shit. And oh, my God. It's great. It's amazing. Hi. <clears throat> yeah. I. Why? Is, is there is there a country to fight for? You don't really. Is there? Um. So they might. They, they might do that. I'm thinking there's less of a chance because at least the U.S. has some protections. Uh, I would say that more rests on the um, that rests more on the uh, bank executives whether they're woke or not. I think that would be more because I know you guys don't like the government, fine, but no one's putting a gun to these corporations' heads and saying like, "Hey, you got to have diversity and woke and racist shit." They don't. They don't. Oh, yes, the ESG. If they wanted to get a lower interest rate loan, but no one's like saying you better do this or we're going to take it. That's not happening. These the, the companies are doing it willingly. Nonstop Dre, five bucks. Economic. Why do countries make their currencies go up to one thousand of their currency to spend one U.S. dollar as opposed to revaluing the currency to a lower number? Dre, I don't know that. I've always wondered that. I remember one time the Turkish lira was like 26,000 lira to one U.S. dollar. Italy was in the thousands at one time. Korea is in the thousands of yuan. I don't know why. It would make sense. Because if I go to, if I go to, uh, I think, I don't know what, let's say it is a Turkish lira. If I go to Turkey, can I can't get anything with one lira. Why don't you, even Canada got rid of their pennies. You know what, Dre? Look it up. I know there's a reason because there's plenty of currencies where it's like, this is ridiculous. We don't, 
No, why don't we just revalue it? PI, five bucks. Simply put, we're running out of monster. No monster, no vault. I don't get it. Monster energy drink? Monster energy drink? Dr. Paradox, two bucks. New game. Cappy converts Carlson to Carl's Jr. <laughs> Actually, the Carlson Companies is no more. I think they're just an asset holding company now. I guess they got rid of their operational assets and is just kind of a trust now. Um, so the the guy that the Carlson's goal management was named after his company technically is no more. It's a it's just a, a finance fund or something. Nonstop Dre, five bucks. Three words you'll never hear in family court. God, love, and kids. Coach Greg Adams, why do guys believe in love? Batman, Batman's Arkham Knight is a great game. Catwoman is hot. Okay, I'll have to try that. Why do guys believe in love? Well, because it's programmed into them. Like, right? Don't I mean, you guys like girls with big boobs and long hair, right? You like pretty girls. Well, where'd that come? It's programmed into you. You like to be loved. Sure, you probably like to love a woman, but of course. <clears throat> Ew. You're an HVAC guy though. Ooh, gross. <laughs> said some people. I'm not don't know who said that thing. I don't know who would say that. PI two bucks. Smell that air. Who who can who won the lottery? I did. Did you PI? Did you win the lottery? Congratulations if you did. Uh, they say a Bronx five bucks cap. If you have a decent group of people to have with try out pandemic, the board game. If you like it, the legacy versions are amazing to play. Okay. Pandemic, the board game. All right. Uh, nonstop Dre, two bucks, 1,336 South Korean won to one us dollars. Right. Yeah. So why didn't they revalue it? I can't get something in Korea for one one. It is going to happen. Dr. Paradox, two bucks. Dre, Cappy. It's called Bitcoin. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Universal coordinate, 15 Australian dollars. If you ever come to the Mel Melbournes, the Melbins, Melbins, Melbournes, I have a house on the river, 5,000 from the CBD that you're welcome to use if you ever come to the Melbins, but it's pretty social. I have no desire to go to Melbourne. I don't want to go to Sydney bin or Canabera bin. I don't want to go to any of those. Perth would be the only thing. Howling Mad Smith, 20 generous bucks, and he has nothing to say, but thank you for the 20 generous doc, uh, dollars. <clears throat> Thomas Ballantyne, two bucks. How many months will it take Texas to accept defeat? I don't know. I'm I don't I'm not gonna watch uh, until they go and send some troops down there and the other states don't send troops to stop it. I don't know. P.I., two bucks. I am failing at these new Vegas memes. No, I didn't. But wait, what? You lost me, Pi. <clears throat> All right. So there was that one. And I can delete that from my thing. Uh, where did the article go? Uh, no, that's not it. Where did it go? There was one else. Henry, video game nerd. Oh, here, news. Oh. Topic of the thing. Democrat is from National Review. Democratic Socialists of American Financial Crisis following brash support for Hamas. 
<clears throat> there are just so you know the Jews do I wonder what the percentage of Jews are that vote Democrat. Um seven in ten Jewish adults identify or lean towards the Democratic par- Party. Okay. Yeah, 72%. Yeah. I I do not hang on, scratch it back. I do not like or tolerate the anti-Jew shit. Like, oh, they control everything and all that. Uh, and it's not because I'm Jewish. I'm not Jewish, by the way. I'm only a quarter, and I've never said and never been to a synagogue, didn't know until I was 22, 21. Uh, but there's no denying, yeah, you guys vote Democrat. And in that sense, <clears throat> not because you're Jewish, but because you're Democrats. Oh, so the Democrats don't like support of Israel because that's – because it's you, – you're not – those are the brown people, the Palestinians. Those are the poor brown people, and they want to take down the United States as well. And now you're starting to find out who you're in bed with. Who who would have thought the Marxist leftists on college campus would have sided with defeating Israel? Huh. I just I, – I always wondered that – and I, again, I don't know anything about the Jewish community. I really don't. I got a couple of Jewish friends. <clears throat> My grandma technically was Christian, but she – born Jewish, but became Christian. So aside from some food and, you know, what's a dreidel and matzo ball soup is crap. I didn't like, why, why are you culturally left? What is wrong with you? Haven't you, shouldn't you be afraid of governments by now? (laughs) Wasn't there a national socialist party that came after you guys pretty hard back in the day? Nah, let's vote Democrats some more. I... Oh. Holland Matt Smith, has Voya been bought out by MATC? I don't know. Look it up. I, I don't even. Is Voya, that's a finance company, is it? It's not a. a um... It's either finance or it's a telecommunications firm, isn't it? All right. Uh, So here we are. The Democrat Socialists of America are in financial crisis that will require seven-figure budget cuts and staff layoffs to correct. (laughs) News. Hang on. Let me make sure. Good. We're coming in. News of the Democratic Socialist America's financial condition surfaces. The group leads anti-Israel protests nationwide, including pro-Hamas rally held in New York just one day after Hamas's October 7th massacre. The current deficit will force us to make seven-figure budget cuts. So that's, uh, you got $1 million, really? You're funded by a million bucks? <clears throat> I don't even know why they exist. The Democrat Party is just, I mean, it's the same thing, guys. You're not, it's not like the Democrats aren't socialists. You got a 38% tax rate. The Democrats want more taxes. What do they want free? What are, What is the difference? This will require us to make painful decisions that will impact all levels of the organization. Given our current financial state, we do not believe we can have a healthy, democratic, and effective organization while spending the amount we currently do on staff. Alex Pelletieri, Kristen Shaw, and Laura Walden, members of the DSA 2023 to 2025 National Political Committee, wrote a proposal published last week. Let me take a look at Laura Walden. Because I'll tell you this, like any other political party, it's primarily an employment vehicle for these people. 
<clears throat> Laura Walden on Twittergram. She has 1870 followers and she is a, oh my God, sit down everyone. A fat white woman. Oh my God. Can you believe it? <laughs> Who is the other one? Kristen Shaw. Oh, Pelletieri. That's a unique name. We could probably see what this guy looks like. Hmm. Alex Pelletieri, uh, he has 2,080 subscribers, and he's a putz. Yep, he's a soy boy. Man, I'm so sorry for you girls. You, you so are addicted to Democrat. You're not addicted to Democrat dick. You're philosophically addicted to Democrat politics of, of men. You need to have a man with Democrat politics, but uh, th these are the guys you get. Okay. <clears throat> I met the next president of the United States. Who the hell is this? I don't know who that is. Look at this putz. <laughs> Look at those arms. Oh. If necessary, we will then explore initiating layoffs according to the DSA union's contract. Be it resolved, the personal committee will be responsible for determining the quantity and type of positions to be eligible for buyout or layoff, and they will assist with logistics and a staff transition plan. I will say this, okay? <clears throat> I will say this. Uh, it's not that if you can't say something nice, don't say it at all. That's a hell of a lot more than most employers will do. It sounds like they actually do want to help out employees, which I guess that would be the platform of Democrat Socialists of America. I I would see that. And again, not a Democrat, definitely not a socialist. But this honesty, like, yeah, we're not just going to treat our employees like shit. Uh, many American progressives believe the DSA has abandoned its domestic political commitments to go all in on the pro-Palestine cause. Executive Director Zionist Amanda Berman. Wait, what? That's your name? Your name is Zionist? Zionist? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, many American progressives believe that DSA has abandoned its political uh Commitments to go all in on the pro-Palestine cause. Executive Director Zionist Amanda Berman told the New York Post. Okay, why is it that in quotes? This is the National Review. I expect a little bit better from you guys. Has abandoned Many American progressives believe the DSA has abandoned its political domestic commitment to go all in on the pro-Palestine. So you got, wait a minute. People abandoned you because you didn't go all in on the pro-Palestinian cause? I thought that you guys were like pro... You went pro-Palestinian you lost some fundies from some Jewish people. <clears throat> on the matter of Israel, DSA dissented from Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and Bernie Sanders, two of the country's most prominent progressives in the days following Hamas attack, instead of condemning the mass... Uh, forcible bedroom, not fun time, and murder of Israelis, as Ocasio-Cortez and Sanders did on October. The DSA said on October 7th that today's events are a direct result of Israel's apartheid regime, a regime that receives billions of funding from the United States. There you go. There you, bad journalism, by the way, National Review. I'm very confused what's going on right now. So uh, do you, you sided with murder. Okay. Uh, you did the popular thing, you did the socialist thing, and then I got to imagine, kind of didn't 
didn't Harvard or not Harvard? Didn't a couple finance firms stop hiring from Harvard because of their anti uh, uh, anti um, Semitic stuff going on? There was enough. There were a couple too many protests, and they said, "Yeah, fuck you. We're not hiring anymore." Again, I would I would argue you're holding on to many wrong faiths there to the Jewish community, socialism and the Ivy League. There's this nepotistic buddy buddy blue blood group you gotta hire from. Oh well. Uh, after Hamas's brutal invasion of Israel, Israel on October seventh, the SA doubled down on their strategy of going deep and long on anti-Semitism, thinking it might get them out of the hole. Berman said instead, this depraved idea dug them even deeper. True progressive, whether in the grassroots or the political leadership, <clears throat> will continue rejecting this extremist group. And it's hateful ideas in the name of true justice and equity, including Jewish Americans. The DSA should be thriving, members Pelletary, Shawl, and Walden wrote, given that the fight for free Palestine is galvanizing so Americans, particularly young people. No, I don't think so. I don't think it is. We want to talk about an echo chamber. The, these leaders of the DSA, they got 2,000 subscribers. I, I I think you guys are a little bit off base on this one. Whether Israel should exist as a state is one thing. Just going and killing innocents. <clears throat> Despite all the possibility, DSA has been treading water and things are going to get more challenging before they get better. They continue. This is not just a natural ebb in the socialist movement or technical issues in our recruitment or fundraising. We have not had strong figures at the top of the organization to lead with political ambition that inspires people to become committed socialists. What? It's just free shit. How hard is that to sell? Honest to God. Like, I mean, again, I'll say it. Republicans are better than Democrats. They got to sell broccoli. Democrats just got to sell ice cream. You guys get to sell ice cream laced with heroin. How do you not sell that? Maurice Iserman was a founding member of DSA who quit the group in October to protest the DSA's leadership politically and morally bankrupt response to horrific Hamas. Okay, so Maurice Iserman is probably Jewish. What what group of people you think we're hanging out with? Maybe I gotta explain this. It isn't even Israel or, or Jews or Palestine. It's anti-US. It's anti-success. It it may even be anti-capitalism, but in this particular case, no. It's just the poor brown people, or you know, by a, what I wouldn't say a vassal state of the United States, but certainly an ally, are now getting getting the shit kicked out of them. <clears throat> and and you're just oh, that's a, I don't even think poli- not politics. I don't even think religion really falls into it. It's just oh, U.S. Uh, a supporter of U.S. Uh, a country the U.S. supports. Affecting minority people who aren't a minority in their own country, but never mind. Oh, they're brown people getting attacked. We got to subscribe to that. That's what it is. It's, replicate that minus whatever religion. It'd be the same damn thing. Uh, an organization that can't take a stand condemning a right-wing terrorist group that has set out to murder as many Jewish civilians. Wait, a right-wing terrorist group? Hamas? I don't think they fall into the dichotomy of right or left. They're religious. They're not they're not economic. See, and you can see Maurice's commitment to the hatred of, of right they're gonna take Hamas. <laughs> they're gonna take Hamas and call them Republicans. <laughs> Honest to God. 
Can't imagine why the DSA ain't doing so well. Uh, murder Jewish civilians, including children and infants, as it can lay its hands on his forced right to call itself a democratic socialist, he said. I'm so confused. It doesn't help that uh, these people at the DSA are also idiots. Well, there you guys go. I'm wondering what the DSA, like... I want to see who their staff is. Because uh, there's always an about. They cannot help. There it is. Number one thing about us. Uh, leadership and structure. How DSA operates. Oh, you guys must have creamed your pants so many times coming up with these charts. We're going to set up a thing, okay? Okay, we're going to... My, my mom and dad are paying me money so I don't have to work. Uh, <clears throat> oh, they don't have, like, pictures or nothing. Just the political committee members. So those are just the members. Staff. Financial analyst, senior revenue bookkeeper, okay. Financial manager, okay. Organizing, organizing, director, organizing, manager, labor, organizer, field organizer, field organizer, field organizer, senior field organizer. They just have first names. What, you're worried people are going to, like, look you up? You know your enemies aren't like you, leftists, right? They don't hunt you down and try and get you fired or identified or doxxed. Database, da-da-da. Operations, senior events coordinator. <laughs> if you can't find the harassment policy, text here. Our harassment policy, Resolution 33, was passed at the 2017. Honest to God. I just want to know who these people are. Um, usually they put their pictures up. Are you guys really afraid? I'm, maybe I'm, I'm, I'm being serious. Serious question. Are you afraid people are going to identify you and come after you or something? Normally, you leftists can't wait to show your ugly mug and like, oh, my God, I started working with Dog Rescue and then I went to PETA and then I went to the Hate the White Male Club and then I became a socialist. I have my master's in political science. <clears throat> All the articles you wrote for no-name websites you have on your resume. Okay, that's not that's not pulling up people. USA bylaws, history, code of contact. I guess, Okay. I, I get it if they don't want to put their last names. But usually there's there's like an about, like you all want your little Wikipedia entry. Aaron Cleary was a dick who worked as a security guard and did a little stint in banking, and he said, how the fuck did I get here? There you go. See how hard is that? All right. Let's go for the last super chats. We'll call it a night. Dr. Paradox, 10 bucks. Ending on a positive note, I have a suggestion. Two-hour short joke marathon. $2 per joke, best joke, or joker gets a 15 minutes video roasting the joker themselves. Way too... No. <clears throat> no, Doc. I One of these days, I'll go into it. it now I got to do something. Now I have to schedule that. Now I got to do a 15-minute video. And I, I want to get to where I don't have to do anything. I had to order a new business credit card because my current business credit card is headed up by a bunch of cousin fucking hicks in the middle of the fucking country, all right? And I said, hey, I'm going to be going overseas. Please don't, can you 
let me use my credit card overseas. Like, I don't know if we can do that. Now, already I knew. I'm like, okay, you, you know what? I'm just going to assume you're not going to be able to do that. So I'm getting rid of your card. I'm getting a card that I know I can use overseas. <clears throat> That's the shit I have to do with. I have to remove the McAfee virus and put on a regular antivirus. All right. I There's all this shit I got to do that a 15 minute now. I ha- and, and I'd rather, oh, perfectly honest, I'd rather do that. But there's all this other shit I have to do. Like I got to sign my taxes so that Vlad Elkins can go and file it. Nonstop Dre, 362 bucks. What cappy favorite appliance in the kitchen? Oven. Oh, jeez, Dre. Jeez, man. <laughs> oh, God, that's horrible. Osborne, five bucks. If you were in Can- in ICT, I invite you to our game group, RPGs and board games. No Spurgs, engineers, prison guards, their wives, weak link. Is the GM me? Ah, that's fine. I'll <clears throat> I'll take you know who's a great GM or DM is Rolo. Rolo's a good DM. So is Vince over at Masculine Geeks. And if you want to get your, your geekery on and be masculine, go to Masculine Geeks. Dr. Paradox, two bucks. No, Dre, it's not the oven, it's the girlfriend. Wait, what's the what was the joke? A favorite appliance? No, no, it's it I know where Dre was going with that. <laughs> Are you picking it up from the Middle East? You getting all those good Jewish jokes from the Middle East there, Dre? Uh, Dre, again, two bucks economic. Is there any economic question? Is there anything that is truly free? Um, Yeah, there's a handful. Like the sun is free and air is free. Um, when someone decides to hang out with you, their time, which is the only thing they have, it's a free, it's a gift. Um. Love, if people actually love you, that's free. Um, <clears throat> even even welfare, welfare by no means is free. Everyone always pays a price because it kills your work ethic, and then that makes you lazy in everything, not just work. So you have shit friends, you make shit decisions, and you keep in mind, finance is only one aspect of your life. But if you get free money from the government, and it never forces you to hone your skills or make better decisions... Uh, you make bad decisions in all aspects of your life. So that usually, you know, even if you win the lottery, a lot of times those guys end up going bankrupt. Um, <clears throat> so even free money comes at a cost. Uh, it, it's really helpful to look at welfare, free money as a, the worst drug ever. It will just destroy your life. Nothing wrong with money if it's earned. Then you spend it wisely. You make wise investments. You make good choices, both in your personal finances and all other aspects of your life. But if you're a pamp, I mean, again, take a look at the spoiled rich bitch from the suburbs. They're assholes. They don't have good lives. And okay, fine. They got daddy's money, but they're still miserable and pissed off and on antidepressants. Uh, One just happens to come from the suburbs. The other just happens to be a welfare bum. Everyone's miserable and mentally ill. Then no one has any friends and no one has any love at the end of it. Um, Entertainment is free. Hiking's free. The outdoors are free. There's some things that are free. Dr. Paradox, two bucks. Dre, time given to us, up to us to use and waste. Yeah, but time's not free because it's a finite amount of it. That's so like, and you don't know how much you have. That's another interesting thing about time. Dre, again, two bucks. Would you do a show with Coach Greg Adams? Yeah, I wouldn't mind going on the show with Greg. I know him. I've hung out with him. 
I mean, he's out here in Vegas somewhere, but I've, I've texted him like, Hey, you were around and he's never texted back. So I don't know if I'm his bad side or what. Sam whiskey, five bucks. The reason why some Jews vote Democrat is because they were rescued by Harry Truman's GIs and Joseph Stiles red army during world war two. Uh, 70 years ago. I know. I, I don't, I don't believe that. I, I really don't. I think there's cultural reasons. Um, there's there's something about the culture I would say, you know. And I, 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 I my grandma died when I was too young, and she she wouldn't have even known. Um, God, but I'd have to add. You know what? I just have to ask some of my Jewish friends. Like, hey, what the hell did he? Maybe Dennis Prager wrote something about it. I, I don't know. But I have a hard time believing. Oh, yeah. Long, long time ago, some GIs came. What about Eisenhower? Eisenhower's the real one. They didn't know about Eisenhower? Not a Democrat. I should ask my buddy. She would probably know. Uh, all right. That's it. I can close that up. About all this. Yes, I took your advice. Someone phone you over and did all the spots. Here, I got a, a fan mail. <clears throat> um, this is from Mike. Aaron, just watched your video on Democrat Social. So you're watching live. Yes, I took your advice from this summer. Rented four-wheelers near, near Nellis Air Force Base. Did all the spots you said. My only regret is I did not go out there and do it sooner. Next time I come out there, I will let you know, and you can join us for the fun. It is amazing the ability that men have to surprise themselves like Andy Dufresne said, get busy living or get busy dying. Thanks again, Aaron. Mike, yeah, no problem, man. Oh, that, that's a friendly email. Let's have, let's send that into the, that goes into the book. That goes into the memento thing. All right, any more super chests? No more super. That's it. All right, uh, guys, thank you very much. We have 49 donations. Holy shit. You know, 43 of them were $2 donations from Dre with horrifically bad jokes. Well, thank you very much. All right. I'll see you guys later. Toodles.